everybody. Welcome back to the X Baby. Hi, guys. Yes. Oh my God, Madam, we're at 31. Guys, we're like already like halas in the 30s. And we're in the 30s. So y'all know that we are taking this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys ever thought that we're not going to get here, well, guess what? We did. So. Girl, we got here. I know. I actually can't believe we're like in the 30s. And it's so funny because I feel like the topics we're discussing today are like super mature. Yeah, I feel like we've evolved with the podcast. You know, like our first episode was a mess and now we're like very proper. Yeah, (laughs) we really have grown. It's crazy. And you guys have grown with us, obviously, (laughs) because we've been going. Come on, guys. Like we discuss cooking and recipes on our podcast. Like, and like, I mean, it doesn't get any more. Yeah, it doesn't get any more proper and mature than this, you know. Madam, I mean? do you remember on one of our first episodes, we were like, "We're not here to give healthy relationship advice." And look at us <laughs> now. But we are. <laughs> but we are. So now you guys, we're like- you better prep yourself because today's episode is all about healthy relationships, and we're gonna help you maneuver through those crazy topics that you don't know when to bring in your relationship. So sometimes you might think, "Oh, should I bring this?" At the beginning of my relationship or should yeah. I wait a bit so we're here to answer your questions about such topics so brace yourselves get you a snack might as well get you a cheese and crackers <laughs> perhaps <laughs> grana padano cheese if you know what I mean because they're our sponsor Girl, that was really slick I really liked right? that I was like ready I was like yes I want to go get my cheese and cracker <laughs> <laughs> but guys, you know that Grana Padano is like literally the leading cheese brand in the world. They're so incredible. And you know, I'm like your history girl. Oh, we know. <laughs> so I just I just want to give you a bit of a, you know, backgrounder on Grana Padano. So they've been part of Italy's uh, gastronomic heritage for nearly 1,000 years. I really Not enjoyed that imagine. accent, madame. I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed you giving me an Italian accent. <laughs> I will thank you forever for so, that. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, apparently like Benedictine monks found a clever solution to preserve their surplus milk that was produced. And they uh, did that by creating hard cheese, which could withstand the test of time. Honestly, that's really cool. Honestly, like, no, no, to be honest, that is awesome. And I, I mean, I love history as much as you do, madam. And like, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see like depth behind We're educated uh, chicks. We're very educated. We, and we are. Love history. We appreciate it. I mean, we're, yeah, where we appreciate it. And I feel like as like, because you're like an influencer, I'm sure you can really appreciate like the depth behind brands. A brand that we know a lot about. And yes. um, you know what's even more interesting is that their their cheese is designed to taste better with time, just like us. <laughs> we get finer every year. <laughs> and um, girl, uh, even over 24 months, their texture becomes grainier and the taste and flavor evolve. So if you're an adult who appreciates food that evolves yeah you know what to do you need to hit your uae supermarket so you get your spinnies waitrose monoprix carrefour italy dubai mall and there you get to uh taste a bit of this cheese heaven that is honestly yeah guys honestly like this cheese i bought some over the weekend and i had a few friends over also social distancing but i like put out like a cheese platter and i put out the 
Grana Padano cheese. And it was a huge hit. Just putting a little bit of olive oil on a cracker. It was a massive, like, huge hit. And guys, we're going to put the put everything in our description we're gonna put their instagram handle which is at gana padano and use the hashtag hashtag gana padano and hashtag i love gana padano and then we'll put the link to their website um in the description so jealous honestly it was really good one i'm gonna invite you over and do it for you it was like a nice cheese board i felt so adult loves it i really did so (laughs) okay guys so (laughs) let's get into our intense topic today (laughs) so you know how we usually discuss like the early stages and like how to you know um get someone and how to pursue someone and all how to check someone how to talk to them whether you're opting out or in on the game so this time we're talking about like you got the person you got the guy you scored it (laughs) hooray you did it it's like (laughs) girl you're now committed (laughs) yeah it's like uh you know like you you hit it like you have that person you You scored big you won the game Ta-da! Congratulations. You've unlocked level now, two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you unlocked level two officially. Khalas. You have some topics that you want to discuss. You're like, mm, should I be talking about like my um past relations uh, relationships or my spending habits or like children or each other's family? Like, when do I meet them? Like. We're going to hash it out for you. Yes. We've got your back, so don't worry. We're going to let you know when to talk about what to not scare people. Yeah, Um, because I think it's it's scary for, like, especially because as, like, a woman or a man, you don't want to, like, be with someone you're wasting your time with, but also you don't want to scare them off. So I feel like there's just such this thin line of ice between, like, going too far with the questions and not going far enough. Do you know what I mean, madame? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And mind you, and this is for the standard of like dating a normal, fully functioning man who's not yeah. afraid of commitment. Like, exactly. we're not talking about you, Disclaimer. little, like, yeah, um, you know, that boy next door who's like a freaking loser. Like, who's we, a we F boy? You know like I, exactly. We don't deal with F boys in this episode. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, this is episode is dedicated to the girls and men and guys in relationships that's been going over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm in this position. I've been with my boyfriend now yeah. for a few months. So, speaking it's like- of someone who scored themselves, <laughs> you know, a man, our co host here, Lance, has scored herself a man. So, do you want to let us know more? You know what? Am I actually why I'm like really interested in like getting your thoughts on this? Like, Because, I mean, like, we're four months in, right? And, I mean, we pretty much know each other as, like, more of, like, form. Like, we know our personalities. We know, like, our emotions or our lifestyles to an extent. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, family is very important to me and family is very important to him. But, you know, we haven't really talked about, like, do you want kids? Like, do you want to get married? And he's a bit older than me. And like, I think these yeah. conversations are definitely so important to have because you don't want to mm-hmm. be with someone that is like four months or five months on the line. And they're like, actually, no, like marriage is not something I want. So madame, what do yeah. you think are like ways to ask someone without being like offensive and also not like jumping the gun? 
You know, a very sneaky way that I do this is I look at someone's profile who just got married, you know? Okay. So, and I'm like, oh my God, this person like just got married. Can you imagine like someone our age getting married? And then they're going to be like, oh no, hell no. I'm like, but what would, honestly, realistically, what do you think is a good age to get married? They're going to hit you with that special number and you're going to know what they expect. I think that is such a good way to like casually mention it, but also like understanding. That's a really, I really like that. Yeah. I really like like that. You make it sound like it's not about you at all, but it's just understanding that person's like feeling towards marriage in general, which could lead you to, you know, your own conversation later, but it can at least let you know, like this person is up for it or not at all. it's it's also like a a nice segue it's like a natural segue to Mm -hmm. like discuss more maybe like in-depth topics 100 percent, 100 percent one for so yeah however when it comes to like um family so i don't know if you have you met his family yet um, I've met his siblings, but not the parents and vice mm, versa. But you know what, sense. girl, like, I know when like, I mean, my mom used to always say this to me when I was growing up. She was like, when you marry someone, you marry their in-laws. I mean, especially beginning yeah, out of 100%. culture. That's it is very out of true. culture. You marry guys, you marry his mom, his dad, his cousin, his second cousin, his third cousin, you marry them all. So get ready. But madam, don't you feel like it's important to put kind of, I'm not saying like, I'm a big family person. I know you're a big family person. Like, obviously, like we want that family thing. But like, do you think that sometimes like putting boundaries, I don't even know what instance would be a certain, maybe like wedding, like when you're planning your wedding and they want to invite 300 people, but you're like, let's keep this to like the first cousins and not the second, third, fourth. Like, how do you, like, do you put those, you know what I mean though, girl? Yeah. What I say, my philosophy is you hold your parents, I hold mine. Nice. I like that, actually. I always say that. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to get get involved with your family and you don't get involved with mine. But I promise you, I'm going to make sure that they don't overstep. I mean, my parents are very nice anyway. But yeah. I would never yeah. subject him to anything that would make him feel uncomfortable. And I expect the same from him. And if you know, God forbid, I'm subjected to something uncomfortable, I'll make sure that he knows directly, you know? Yeah, I think communicating, like, if you feel uncomfortable, or you feel like, out of place, there's something that's like on your mind, definitely like communicating. But I think I think something we really want to stress on is that, like, you shouldn't be scared to have conversations such as like, marriage, kids, geographical location of where they see themselves like spending like some part of their life they want to travel and live in a new city you know I think yeah. these conversations are so important and critical to have especially they the are beginning. so important and you know what there so that's an earlier stage kind of a conversation let's say but I think another topic that you might want to bring up at the beginning of the relationship is your fighting style Ooh, I know it sounds a bit I like think about that yeah, so I think some people might be like, what, you're just assuming that you guys are going to fight? But let's be honest, everybody fights. Babe, like, it's life. You guys are like this is life. Everyone's going to fight in life. Yeah, 
So a good has, and this, and a friend of mine told me this very recently. She was like, listen, I told my boyfriend is very, her husband, not boyfriend, he's very hot-headed. And she was like, listen, <laughs> I told him like, this is a rule and a law between us. Like whenever we have a fight, uh, he apparently he has anger management issues. So she's okay. like, listen, you get upset. You don't talk to me. You cool off and then you talk to me. She's like, I don't give a shit what you've done or what has happened between us. I just do not want to engage in a conversation with you and you're very angry. Okay, that's interesting. So, that's interesting because I know some people like want to solve it then and, you know, like there's some people that me, are, me, yeah, me, no, that no, I was going to say, I feel like you're one of those people that like you, like then and there, it has to be solved. Yeah. And then I get it out of the way and I never mention it again. That's yeah, hard. because oh, for me, it's over. For me, I actually like I like to collect my thoughts. So I'm like clearly organizing them, like even if it's like for a few minutes or seconds, like mm. just to be able so I can like convey what I'm saying without the emotion. Mm. If that makes yeah. sense, like that's kind of my fighting style that I know, like my boyfriend's is he's like, no, like I would want you to like settle it then and there with me. So I guess it's yeah. important to know what the other person expects from you as well. Exactly. Because then you won't feel like you have unresolved resentment. You know what I mean? Because like if he just leaves you waiting and you want an answer at the moment, you're like, what? You don't care? You don't want to solve it? No, they do care. They want to solve it. They just don't want to do it now or in this yeah. way or in this manner. So it's very important to understand their fighting style so that you don't perceive it as something bad, you know? And this goes back to our last episode, which is about talking about the languages of love. It's just yeah. people portray certain emotions and things in a different way. It doesn't mean they don't care about you or love you. Yeah, no, totally. No, I think you're you're so right. It's also, yeah, I mean, the love languages thing, I think it's just so important and critical for successful relationships. I truly believe it. And like, even if you don't have the same love languages, understanding your partner's love language is equally as important. 100%, 100%. I really- So I there's one that I want your op opinion on. Yeah. Can you tell me what you think? Tell me everything. So spending habits, spending habits slash financial conversations. When do you think this would be- by the way, to talk about it's it's like a really you know like for me I find it like it's like an it's not awkward but it is awkward you know what I mean like it is hundred percent it's just such a weird like conversation to have to be honest like I six months four, okay I would say like four to six month mark maybe asking about like savings like are you a person who saves money because I I personally mm -hmm. am I'm a, I'm a person who tries to put some of my salary in my savings account. So I'm building a savings, mm. you know? So I'm someone who like wants to be saving money, wants a partner who saves money, not like a crazy spender. But I also mm. feel like when you spend so much time with a person, you kind of understand their lifestyle, right? Like you understand if they go out a lot and spend a lot of money. If they yes. A lot of, and um, you see the way they spend. Yes. Honestly, I, I think there's no shame at all in somebody trying to save. Because uh, yeah. there is this weird idea in our like society that if somebody's trying to save, they're stingy. I mean, obviously there is a line between you know being stingy and like saving. And saving, so, like, yeah. If your partner, like you guys go out, they offer to pay, they invite you out, but sometimes, occasionally, they say no, or like, how about we do this to save? 
I don't think that's stingy. I think it's smart. This person is the kind of person that you want to be with because it means that they are making responsible choices. And they're looking in the future. They're not only looking shorter term. And that's actually a positive thing for you because you're like, shit, this guy actually sees a future future. You know, this is a short term dating. And I think even when on this actually interesting because I was having a conversation with one of my girlfriends about do you let the guy pay or do you let the girl pay? I mean, obviously, like courtesy, like first few dates 100% the guy should pay in my opinion it just shows mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah those gentlemen like characters but to be honest with some days that like me and my boyfriend split the bill and I don't think that's there's wrong with that yeah like, we're same. both working we're young we're no one's a millionaire right now at this age I mean in our I'm saying like yeah. in our society and friend groups so I mean what do you think about that because some girls are like a hard no like they want their man to pay for everything no I offer I offer yeah, I I try to offer if somebody like if let's say I go out with someone. Yeah. And they picked up the bill for this big weekend. And sometimes, you know, weekends are a bigger yeah, yeah. spend than usual, it adds up. you know. Yeah. And so I for for example, I take it throughout the week. Like I can do twice throughout the week and then they take on like the weekend or whatever. I Just like because that. and like usually when I go out, like let's say I'm the kind of person like you know between friends like we split it you know what I mean you know that kind of thing so it's like it's interesting to just keep in mind like okay this person has paid for me like this weekend it was a lot like you know even let me get the next time or something you know yeah I might get like you know twice because it's not the same amount that you know sometimes and I think a, a good trick for girls is to you know, offer to pay for the smaller things because a little bit of here and there, it's going to make you, you know, seem like you're not there for the money, you know? Yeah. Which you're not, but like, it's also like, it's, they will remember that you picked up the bill a few times and, you know, they'll feel more strongly about paying for the bigger things, let's say. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's a nice gesture. It just, it means that like you're appreciative and grateful. Yeah. And the way that I see it is, listen, this girl paid money to do her hair, do her makeup, wear a nice dress for you. Might as well pay for her. Love yeah. that. I love that. I love that. It's like, might as well. The minimum you could do. You know what I mean? It's like she invested in her look for Absolutely. you. Might as well invest in feeding her for <laughs> her. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's effort to get dressed. Come on, man. It really is. Yeah. But I feel like a very good point you brought up was, you know, you you will kind of look at someone and you'll understand their spending habits from spending so yes. much time with them. I think that's a very good point that people should take. You know, this is a good takeaway from the episode. Like, you know, the the more time you spend with someone, you'll understand their spending habits. And that's something you want to know. And I just, we were talking about this. So the friends of mine were like, a friend of ours was seeing this guy and he started telling her about his financial problems like a few months into the relationship oh interesting that, like, see, that's a good topic to actually discuss right now what if your partner has financial issues yeah and she was like she was like it was a bit weird because he brought it up out of nowhere okay she was like i it really wasn't the right time or the right place for it so i think also make sure that you're partner like she said she wasn't like fully in a relationship with him mind you like that's just I find that bizarre 
it is very bizarre so i'm like guys like if you're not with someone like officially and a few months in and like don't bring up your financial problems yeah like i don't feel like that's a necessary thing to say to someone yeah it's just it sounds like a bit of a burden that you're trying to put on them you know yeah no totally i agree with you i think but if like you're obviously like of course, I mean, we're in a pandemic, right? Like people are losing jobs left, right, and center. So, I mean, situational, it's definitely like if your partner has doesn't have a job right now or like is kind of looking for one, I think it's also your responsibility, not responsibility, but you should support that person. Yeah. But obviously yeah, you don't want them to be lazy and relying on you for the to pay yeah, for the expenses. 100%. Like they got to be proactive and making sure that they're trying to like make a living as well. Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. So, um, what about children? I know children. See, for me, I feel like it could be such a fun little cutesy way of saying it to a guy. Like, like, like kind of like, you know, there's always those TikToks and Instagram videos of like little kids and you can just be like, yeah, oh, it's so cute. You're like in the future, I definitely want kids. Like, don't say like, I want a kid so badly because that will scare the yeah. guy off. Like in the future, <laughs> I definitely want kids. And then in like, what the about future, you? if in it happens, future. that is key. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. So um, what about past relationships? Do you just lay everything out? you know that's like a tough one to be honest I if I I don't openly say like I've had an ex cheat on me I did this I did that but if like the Mm. question's asked I also think it's important for people to understand like the trauma that you could have been through in your past relationships you know don't you feel like some wounds aren't fully healed sometimes even if you are happy and it helps them like understand you better you know Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Understand the things that make you tick. I mean, when do you think is appropriate to like talk about that? I think like third date would be a good time to bring it up, you know, but like get get it out of the way and never mention it again. Because a lot of guys just don't like talking about that. I mean, if you talk about your ex so much, it's such a turn off. Not not just too much. Like they just don't want to know. They don't want to have this idea going on in their heads. They don't want to know who you've had a thing with. And some of them want to know everything. So it's really good to know, like, what type of partner you have. But I think give a top line description of what your experience was like. Maybe the most prominent relationship or the most recent one. Yeah. Mention that on the third date. Get it out of the way and never mention it again unless you get a question. I totally. Okay. I actually love that rule. That's a really good rule to take away from this episode I like yeah. it a lot no I I totally and I feel like the honeymoon phase only lasts for so long until like yeah. shit gets real and life gets real yeah so you guys want to get like as honest and vulnerable and as transparent with each other really because you guys are building a foundation for something that hopefully you know can turn into this partnership a long-term partnership between you guys and you know it should always be built on trust respect and love you know absolutely no I agree and we think I'm gonna we're gonna end it there DX babies 
Um, on that note, on you that guys. Note, we hope this episode was good and, and insightful for all of you. Um, give us feedback and please follow us on Instagram at DX Babies Podcast yes. and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes, please. <laughs> well, you guys, I'm gonna go do my nails. So okay, y'all go, better keep go it real. Yes, please do that. <laughs> and guys, we'll see you next week for all new DX Babies episodes. We love you. Yes. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.